said something like you would never, of course you're married now, but you said I would never date a man without a father. Yeah, I would never date a man again without a father. Hmm. And that's because, especially if the woman has had a father, now, and this person hasn't had a father, there's just a little bit more extra energy that you have to pour to teach. And not everyone usually, and it's not in all cases, but I would say probably the majority of cases, it's a little bit more challenging because you don't, a man does not know what to do. He hasn't learned the basics from his father. Got it. Are you ready? We're gonna run the yeah. play. Let's do you go. know what it's like to come for nothing at all? But every day you just wanting it all. Do you know what it's like? Every day facing your fear, but believing that your blessing is near. Do you know what it's like? Growing up broken than most, but still being devoted the most. Do you know what it's like? Yeah, that's what the journey's about. Yeah. What's up, y'all? This is Justin Owens back again to run a play show where we help break down the top plays from some of the top entrepreneurs, leaders, and personalities by sharing gems from their playbook. And I'm really excited today. I've got a great friend of mine, Miss Kelly Mack, is in the house. How you feeling, man? I'm good. How good. are you? I'm good, man. I'm glad you could bless us here. You know yes. what I'm saying? Listen, y'all, I'm gonna tell y'all right now ahead of time, this is gonna be one of those shows you're gonna have to bookmark. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. I was super nervous being first like a new entrepreneur kelly and going out to eat okay and you know i know you're a master with teaching etiquette and all yep. that stuff and we're going to talk about that today in the show but literally i'm sitting down to plate i'm like okay uh what do i eat with first you know what i'm saying yeah. so i like i wanted to have you here because i think that's something like you know if you don't come from money it's like you get sometimes yeah. put in these environments where you're like all right well <laughs> yeah you know where do we go from here and i, and I remember sitting at the table like just watching everybody like okay grab this grab that so I'm excited for y'all because hopefully y'all never have to experience what I had to experience my first time because you get a chance to watch the show, come back to it, maybe on the way to the, to the dinner or whatever, um, but we're going to talk about some other things as well. So um, let's t talk to me first of all. So did you always, you know, come from money? Did you know how to eat? The well, let me start with this first based upon what you said. How should I sit? Should I do? However <laughs> you want, whatever. How whatever. should I sit? Excuse me. Um... <laughs> You know, when you make hey, a certain you amount gotta, of money, yeah, you, gotta, you, gotta you know, do your postures, but yeah, 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 So I'm gonna do this for now, and then I'll do the posture. So we'll do this for now. Yeah. There we go. I like yeah. it. I like. It. I like. It. You look like money. You look like money. Thank like you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, to answer your question, how I got started, uh, my grandfather was a seaman. Okay. So started very organically. He was a seaman. He was a uh, executive chef mm -hmm. on a ship. And so he, when I was little, he bought me a globe to tell me, show me where he was going, et cetera, mm -hmm. uh, while he was traveling. So when he came back, the cool thing about it was he would teach me how to hold chopsticks. He taught me just how to properly hold my utensils. Wow. So that started there, mm -hmm. very young age. And then uh, as I got older, my grandmother actually taught me how to host. So she refined that. So she had this thing where she would tell me, so we would, we never had sit-down dinners, so yeah. to speak, mm -hmm. but what she would say is treat everyone as if they're your only guest. Nice. I like that. So with hmm. that, she said you want everyone to feel special, mm -hmm. you want them to have an experience, and you want it to be memorable that they will always want to come back to your yeah, I like parties. That. Uh -huh. So that's how it happened. That's how I got into it. So special... Yeah, treat everyone as if they're your only guest. Okay, treat everybody as your only guest. Yep. Special. The E was what? 
experience. Experience and then memorable. Memorable. I like yeah. that. Yeah, we, yeah. Could, we could definitely apply that. I like hosting. Yeah. You know, I just don't like to feel out of place. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. All right, so before we go get into the utensil stuff in, in just a minute, are there some no-nos, like, right off the bat? Because, you know, mm. before you, you know, we're going to talk about how to eat, but there are some things before I even get to, you know, the table for men or women yep. that, you, like, you just see some things like, oh, man, they didn't they didn't know that. Is there anything you think well, off the top of your head? Well, first it starts at the door. Okay. People don't realize that. So it starts at the door. So meaning your intention is to have an impression mm -hmm. from the arrival to the conclusion of the meal. Got it. Okay. So that As means the guests coming into the restaurant or whatever. Correct. Going or whatever. Uh -huh. Not even so much the host, right? Because uh -huh. usually the host is speaking, yep. et cetera. But if I'm attending, most people kind of either do two things get in a corner or find someone someone they know. Yeah. They don't come in and just automatically introduce themselves and say, hey, I'm Kelly, how are you, blah, 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 and just start from there. Yeah, nice. but it okay. starts at the door. Okay, nice. Yeah. Okay, so starts at the door. Um, anything else? Like, any, any things you see that, like, you know, young men or entrepreneurs, whatever, like, okay, guys, y'all probably need to just make sure y'all do this. Anything yeah. you, you Well, for men, mm -hmm. so... For men, it's a few things. No hats at the table. That's like the most important. So no baseball cap. No baseball cap. Because yeah, I, I know sometimes you go to restaurants, you be like, no athletic gear, gear this and that. I'm like, okay, are they just talking to black folks? But I guess no. they are. But but you know, sometimes we just don't. No, know. So they're they're no. not. It's not even. It doesn't matter if you're at a small restaurant, or, mm -hmm. you know, a smaller chain, nothing fancy. It's just no hats at the table. Okay, so no hats at the table. Right. Uh -huh. And then also, which has been lost, shivery no longer exists. So what men don't do, and like I said, I, my heart always melts when I see a man do this. I don't care if I'm in the room and I see this happen. A man, whenever a woman excuses herself from the table, a man, boy, whatever, mm -hmm. is supposed to make some type of gesture. So just a little gesture, just of acknowledgement. <laughs> Every time they go to every time, you know, ladies and, go to the bathroom a lot, you know, in groups. And even things. when they come back, oh, listen, guys, that will win you a lot of dates. All right, so she get up, and be like, correct. That's it. You don't have to, cause you're tall, so you don't have to stand up and let the world know. Mm -hmm. So just like what you just did, it's just a slight. And then when she comes back, same thing. Okay. Now here's another thing too. So say you're at a table. A group table and it's about eight or ten people mm -hmm. you still do that if you see some a lady even on the far end yeah. if she's your date or not mm -hmm. you still do that wow yeah okay yeah all right and then of course pull out the chair you know if it's a seated chair yep. sometimes the 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 guy or lady whoever's working yep. they'll pull it out but if it's you're by yourself yeah, you should yeah, pull yeah, out yeah. the chair correct push them in a little bit yes okay. got it if I'm a lady should I just wait for that to happen you can okay if you like yeah but Hopefully we don't have to do that <laughs> around men. That's like a woman carrying, you know, bags and yeah. you're like, well, I'm going to wait until she decides if yeah. I should carry them or not. Mm -hmm. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Okay. So the little gesture. Yeah. Nod. They get up. That goes a long way. Okay. I like it. Okay. Now you're out at dinner, right? How do you decide, is this one of those things where I, I'm ordering alcohol, I'm not ordering alcohol? Because it's kind of sometimes it's an unsaid rule. Sometimes the business is like, okay, is this one of those things? Are we doing it? How do you decide that? So you decide that based upon the host. Got it. So whoever invited you. So it, And you follow suit with how they're drinking, if they're going to have a cocktail or not. You have a cocktail. Now, if you're not a drinker, that's okay. Yeah. But if you have a cocktail, you follow suit. Same thing, especially if you're not paying. 
Mm. Okay. So say for instance, you go to a dinner and whatever the host, if they order a steak and lobster, then okay. Yeah. But don't go overboard when they are just having a Caesar salad. Say for instance, it's lunch. And sometimes, you know, lunch do have, um, you know, you have your steak and those kind of things mm. like that. So you follow suit of the host. Got it. Okay. Got it. How now, ordering. What, what is, what is a, uh, how do you know if you're paying or not? Well, you have to decide that from the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. so if I feel like I'm paying for it, then I should order how I'm going to order. Correct. But if I feel like this might be one of them 50-50 scenarios where I'm hoping they pay. Exactly. Then, then I need to follow suit. Yeah. Basically yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So if you know that you're inviting someone out to, to dinner, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Go ahead on and, you know. Yeah. To make them feel comfortable as a host, go ahead on and say, hey, you, well, you know, order. And mm -hmm. sometimes people are sitting down and they're like, so what are you having? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm going to do the, okay, well, then I was going to do the steak, but now I'm going to do the chicken because he's having salmon. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. And then have you ever been in a situation where, like, you're paying and somebody takes advantage? And if so, like, how do you handle that? Because I've been in those situations where it's like the person don't know and it's like, yeah, let me get the steak. We get the lobster. Yes. The, like, so how do you? Not I. It wasn't me personally, but with my former uh, boss, mm -hmm. we would have one employee like, dude, you don't see that this man is ordering something very simple. Yeah. And then he would order the steak. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And you know what I've done sometimes is like I'll I'll cut the check off early. Like if I see somebody getting that getting crazy, yeah. I just be like. Yeah, so, yeah, I'll just tell the yeah. server on the side of it, but hey, I'm yeah. going to close at everybody's meal. I'll take yeah. care of it now. Especially yeah. when I see people getting a whole bunch of drinks. I'm like, yep. <laughs> or, and, see, and see, it's different for, for, for instance, for me and my husband. We yeah. love to entertain. Yeah. So we're okay. That's our vice. Yeah. Like, yeah. we love mm -hmm. dining and eating and drinking. Mm -hmm. So that's probably one of our largest bills that we have. Yep, yeah. Yep. Like, no, I agree. Extreme. Yeah. And, you know, normally, like, I don't. It's like if it's business partners that we all been in the trenches and building yes. with, that, you know, there's no limits or stuff yes. like that. But yes. it's, it's the ones where, like, I've literally gone out to p dinner with people, Kelly, no lie. They order a meal for themselves and order one to go. No, no, that's very disrespectful. That's what I said. I yeah, said, that's that's disrespectful. You, like, disrespectful. Dude, you can't do that. Hey, check, please. Yes, yes, yes. Sometimes I play with people, I'll be like, yes, yeah, separate. Even though I've already paid for it, I just, yeah. I just want people to. Now, here's the thing, too, <laughs> that you have people have to do. You have to pay attention to your audience as yeah. well, mm -hmm. meaning because regardless if you pay or if you don't pay. So let's just say you're not paying. Mm -hmm. You don't go to this restaurant where the prices are extreme because, cool. and we're not, let me be clear, we're not judging anyone's funds. Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm saying. However, if you know that people may not be a diner like yourself, yeah. You know, don't go to this extreme of a high-end restaurant. And people may not want to. They may do it on Jordans, but they don't want to pay $200 for a meal. Correct. Yeah, and that's, that's okay. Yeah. So you kind of have to know your audience yeah. when you invite them somewhere. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. So, for instance, you know, hey, do you like sushi? Yeah. You just can't assume because you eat sushi that everyone Correct. else Eat sushi. Yeah, dietary restrictions, Correct. making sure that Correct. stuff is covered. Yeah. Okay. What about attire? Like, how do you how do you know how to dress? Ooh, that's a great one. So, what people must always do, mm -hmm. you must always, if you're being invited, contact the restaurant, look on the website, check to see what the attire requirement is. So, there's a restaurant in New York, mm -hmm. 
and um, the requirement is you cannot, you have to wear a sports jacket, but you cannot wear a polo shirt. You cannot wear a collar. Oh, wow. Yes. That's unique. Yeah, very unique. The men have more restrictions than the ladies because usually, for the most part, women always dress nice going yeah. out. Mm -hmm. You know, we like our heels. Men will, to be comfortable, may do tennis shoes. This restaurant, you could, you can't do tennis shoes. So here's another thing. When I'm at this restaurant, I had a, uh, a blazer on. Mm -hmm. I take off my blazer and I put it on the back of my chair. Literally, the waitress came to the table and said, would you like for me to take your coat, please? And I said, oh, um, no, I, I'll just keep it for now. And she said, oh, because we don't allow um, jackets to be hanging on the back of the chairs. Mm. And so I think that's a good point because if, like, if, if I didn't look up the place, I'd probably yes. feel some kind of way like, you picking on me because I'm black. Like, is that, you know? But right. really, I'm just not aware of the regulations of the rules for this particular establishment yeah. that I'm at. Yeah, so I'll give you a prime example. So I had a friend mm -hmm. um, and her husband, we went out, we were on vacation, mm -hmm. and I said, hey, Ted and I, we're gonna treat you all mm -hmm. to dinner. Mm -hmm. So I thought in my head that because we said, hey, we were gonna, that we were gonna treat, that you kinda know how we dine, based yeah. upon the stories, mm -hmm. et cetera. So we were in Miami, and they came down with Miami attire on. Ah, okay, yeah. So that's, you know, dress, sundress mm -hmm. kind of thing. And, you know, Ted has on a sports jacket. I have on a nice black dress. Mm -hmm. And they felt so uncomfortable. She was like, oh, I didn't know. Mm. And I was like, Okay, so there was a lot of things for me. I wasn't clear on what restaurant. Correct, yeah. Right? Um, they didn't ask the right questions either mm -hmm. of what um, what's the attire, yeah. what's the name of the restaurant. So mm -hmm. as a host or inviting someone, I failed on that part because I didn't tell them what particular restaurant that we yeah. were going to based upon their requirements. Yeah. And it's, it's, sometimes if you're trying to treat people to something nice, you probably want to keep it a surprise a little bit sometimes too. But okay, I like that because I definitely don't tell people, I'd be like, hey, we're going to dinner, just dress nice or whatever. But that's That still doesn't mean anything, yeah. right? So that's just what I said. Based upon that restaurant in New York, you may tell your friend, hey, bring your wife, dress nice, but then he comes in with a jet sports jacket on with a polo collar, a uh, polo shirt, mm -hmm. and that's not sufficient for that restaurant. Got it. All right, let's talk, we talked about some some things guys should do. What about ladies? Any, any no-nos for ladies, things to do for ladies? Well, for ladies, for for me, one of the things that I do, so it's, uh, we don't have a napkin, but that's okay. How I fold my napkin, I mm -hmm. fold it in a triangle, so I always wear neutral colors are black for the most part. Mm -hmm. So I always ask for a black napkin for two reasons. Okay. Uh, because I always wear black so I don't get length on my Got clothes. It. And then also because I normally have a bolder red lipstick on. Mm -hmm. So when you fold the napkin, is if this is the triangle, women, you flip it over to wipe your mouth so that your lipstick does not come oh, no, on. You're gonna have to get a napkin. You got to show everybody how to. Right. Do it. We, I, I guess so. We order some. We, 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 yeah. we bring out the set. I'll show it. So, 
That was something new. So, because some people don't know this, you can actually request a black yes. napkin. I didn't know that until probably maybe four years ago. Yes. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody else asked for. I was like, man, I got tired of stuff messing up my, my my black dress yeah. pants and stuff like that. That's getting a little lint on. So and just know that. Yeah, and if you're at a really nice restaurant, they may say I've been where I've requested a black napkin, and they say, oh, you know, we have uh, napkins that doesn't cover that doesn't you know have lint. Oh, okay, so there lint. are white ones that don't. Correct, correct. But that's really like the uh -huh. higher higher end restaurant where they take in. <laughs> The quality is superb. Yes, no black napkin is needed. And then, because let's say if a black napkin isn't needed, like I said, I always have red lipstick on or something of that na nature. I would always ask for a paper napkin. Okay. Because I don't like to mess up the napkins because usually sometimes it may not come out or whatever. So I'm just a little bit considerate. Since my husband is in the hospitality industry, yeah. I know all of the, yeah, <laughs> the things. So. Well, if I have gum, what do I do with it? Oh, great question. So if you have gum, paper napkin. Okay, so hey, can I get a gum from, I mean, can I get Correct. a napkin from my Correct. gum? And then I put it in there and I just leave it there yes. and come grab it. So I have a great one for you, what most people don't know. How do you remove an olive pit from your, uh, from your mouth? You talking about the seed? Yep. I just throw it in my mouth and then I just... <laughs> Take it out, throw it back down. I don't know. Like, what do you do? <laughs> That's what I do. But the olive oil, take the seed, throw it back down. Right. So it. whenever we teach in dining etiquette, we always start with the olive pit. Okay. Purposely. So because sometimes usually people have, you know, little grab-and-go snacks, but yeah. usually sometimes they have the olive pit. So we take the olive pit. You take the olive pit. You take the spoon. Mm -hmm. And you put it in your, and it seems nasty, right? Because mm -hmm. you're just taking the olive pit and placing it in your spoon. Then you place it on your bread plate. Got it. Right? But mm -hmm. it looks like, oh, kind of yeah. nasty. Mm -hmm. You were not asking, you know, do a whole, yeah. but I, you I just place you it. I was going to say the napkin. You just put it in the napkin. Yeah. Because no, then, okay, once you put it in a napkin, then where, where do you put it? Yeah, that's a great point. Right, so you're just holding the whole time. Next thing you know, you open your napkin, because your seed rolls out <laughs> on the floor. Yep, yep, okay. Take it out with a spoon, put it on your uh, on your bread plate. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of just anything else before I get to eat. Okay, so now we're talking at the table. Yep. Anything I shouldn't talk about. Yeah, so again, know your audience, mm -hmm. religion, politics, mm -hmm. abortion, things. Uh, that's of, a new one. Yeah. yeah. Things of that nature. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could see that. Yeah, very, very testy. Because you have these, you know, that's very extreme mm -hmm. on certain topics. Okay. Um, anything you do, because like you know, sometimes people are jumping. I know you said sometimes people come to the table and they just go into their corner. They're shy sometimes. Like they don't even know what to say yes. to people. So like, can you give me a couple? I don't. I know you gave me one introduction. Like, hey, my name is Justin. But is yeah. there anything else you do? Or you can think about it like, okay, these are great ways to start conversations or... Um, the most easiest way to start a conversation if you go to, if you're standing in the line to get a cocktail. Mm -hmm. That's kind of because you're usually waiting for the most part. Yeah. And if you're an introvert, that's, you know, you start off with just that one-on-one -on -one interaction. Okay. Usually and what would you say? Like, give me, give me something. Because one of mine is I always start with a compliment. I just be like... Okay, girl, see the outfit? You know, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you know? you, you can start by saying, so what are you thinking on getting? What are you getting to drink? Mm, that's a good one to get in there. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I've never had that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. Okay, I like that. Then I always talk about, like, you know, once you kind of get it, the icebreaker, get in there. Yeah. I'll, I'll do, do, like, a little joke. Joke, you got to be careful because... 
Yeah, again, it's 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 with the extreme. <laughs> yeah. There's a white man, a black man, and a Chinese man. You're like, yeah. oh God, where is this going? Go. <laughs> but like compliments I think are really especially if they're genuine, like I like your dress, you know. Yes. Ladies love like the the eyelashes, the nail shoes. I think yes. shoes are easy one yeah. for guys. But ladies they, ladies compliment ladies all the time. So yes. like, girl, I like your eyelashes, yeah. I like your hair Correct. or whatever. Correct. Yeah. That's that's a good one. I think guys will like uh Watches are a great one. I can, yeah. I, I can always start a shoes. conversation with a nice watch. Like, man, what, which kind of Rolex is that? Oh, yeah. man, ah, man. That's, Especially that's shoes. That's a hard one to find. Yeah, yeah. shoes, yeah. yep, that's nice. Um, okay, all right, so let's, uh, well, before we get into it, are there any yeah. other pet peeves that you have that you oh. see? Hmm. Not so much of a, uh, well, the pet peeve for me, again, will always be the man not making a gesture. When Got the it. woman okay. gets yep. up, mm-hmm. you know, it just says it has been lost in transition. Just so, just a little sidebar. I remember when my great grandmother passed. Mm-hmm. We're um, headed to the funeral in the car, and there's construction workers, and one gentleman tilted his hat. Oh, mm. oh. So you know, back in the day, that was a sign of respect for the deceased. Yeah. And, you know, just those little things um, just has been lost in transition. What do you think that, why, why do you think that is? Oh, that's a great question. Um, no father. Mm. Yeah. Male role figure, um, you know, male role models. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, you, you, you said something the other day I want you to explain. Like you said something like you would never, of course you're married now, but you said I would, Never date a man without a father. Yeah, so uh, a young lady made that comment and said, I would never date a man again without a father. Hmm. And that's because as a woman, we ha- women, we have a huge responsibility of everything. Mm-hmm. We're your wife, we're your girlfriend, mm-hmm. we are the housekeeper, we are the uh, teacher, tutorer. Um, we're all of those things. And then, especially if the woman has had a father, now and this person hasn't had a father, there's just a little bit more extra energy that you have to pour to teach. And not everyone, usually, and it's not in all cases, but I would say probably the majority of cases, it's a little bit more challenging because you don't, a man does not know what to do. He hasn't learned the basics from his father. Got it. Maybe he has a father figure. Yes, and and that that is still good as Mm -hmm. well. But then you have to be, you know, teachable as well and it doesn't make it bad please don't misunderstand what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but it's it's just a little bit more that comes with that responsibility yeah of it yeah yeah all right um i've heard mixed reviews on this do you get it to low box or not certain restaurants okay so if you're at the outback yes but when you're at a (laughs) high-end restaurant no Okay, and why is that? It's just like, just, just, because they offer it like, hey, do you want us to box this up for you? You just be like, no, I've never been to a high end restaurant that has offered. <laughs> They're just <laughs> like, are you finished? <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. it, okay. yeah. So I'm talking about real, like, high fine dining. Yeah, yeah. So if you're at a nice quality steakhouse, yes, they will ask. But if we're talking about Michelin star restaurant, they're not going to ask you. Yeah, so how would I know if I'm there? Um, I'm just trying to give some, you know, if, mm. I, if I'm like, oh, wait a minute, <clears throat> this is that place Kelly was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, I say it this way, when you, when there's no, you know, 
Jamal says when it's to the right of the menu, mm-hmm. but then when there's no, when it's at the bottom, when there's no price at the menu. Yeah, that's how you at, know. Yeah, yeah, when there's no price at all. Mm-hmm. And okay, so should you ever ask the price if you don't know? Like, be like, yo, so my man, like. No, then you're not supposed to be there. <laughs> no. No, you can't, dude. Just MP. Yeah, that, that yeah, 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 for... yeah. I mean, there's no price on the menu at all. Wow. Or there is a set price. So the set price would be if you want. So this is that where you take somebody on the first date? Then. No, well, no, no, no. Here's go. my rule about first dates. Okay, let me hear it. I always say for guys, because usually guys are the ones who are always paying on the first date. Mm-hmm. Never take them out for dinner. Really? No. Okay. Because what if you don't like it? Now you didn't spend all this money. <laughs> yeah, so what would you say first day where, where, where should a guy take him? It I, seems like dinner's a, a normal place. Maybe dinner is Ladies the, these days trying to get some food. Sometimes like, I need yeah, my listen, Monday meal. I don't get it yeah. twisted. I've like, yeah, I, yeah. I used to be the meal. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to go on a date for a meal. Sorry to say. <laughs> Guys, you hear that, right? Yeah, sorry, literally. just I go, Tuesday meal. Okay. Yes, yes. All right. But I'm saying, because you get to know the... A real when you have coffee. Mm-hmm. Now you're really more intimate. Yeah. It's less distractions of ordering, and I'm not talking about price wise, but it's less distractions of oh no, your entree is here. Mm-hmm. You really get to touch the soul of someone. I like that. I think it takes and, a little bit more creativity to not just yeah. do a restaurant too. And and what I like, what I think that is just really sexy for a gentleman when you say, "Would you like to go out for tea?" Mm. That's a whole different level. Nice. That's like, different. Different play. Whew. <laughs> like, I, I, ooh, tea. Oh. But see, like, this, the new age ladies, they, they gonna be like, nah, he's trying yeah. to be cheap. Like, my man, he yeah. asked me to go to tea. No, I want to go to Nobu. Yeah. But no, if you, if you really, <laughs> if someone asks you for tea, yeah, that's different. He didn't say coffee. Yeah. For me, there's just certain things that stand out. Yeah. Like, oh, tea so where are we going yeah nice. peninsula do you understand you're going yeah. to the plaza so that already sets a different level right there why because no man has ever asked you out for tea mm. you gotta get these notes you know what i'm saying yes Gems. yeah you like some tea but then you gotta have a place so guys i guess what i would say is before you offer for tea know the place you can go for tea you know what i'm saying have, right have yeah we're not going to starbucks for tea okay 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 there we go you can go to a hotel a lot of the uh hotels have tea, tea time. Yep, yeah, yeah tea time yep, so yep. yeah yeah i remember this is a funny story i was uh going to dc to st regis this is when i first would start going to nice hotels and they had tea time there and literally i came from the airport and uh i had on like my track suit stuff like that and it was these older like caucasian ladies sitting down i was walking by with my bag and the lady turned around she's like Hoo! So I'm so sorry, but I said, "Girl, I'm supposed to be here with you." Like, yeah. She's she like, "I'm so." The, the lady apologized. Her the daughter apologized for the grandma. Yeah. She was like, "I'm so sorry." She didn't. No. She didn't. Yeah. No. Yeah. Now, now, don't get tea time twisted. Yeah. There are places where tea literally costs between four hundred to six hundred dollars. Please don't misunderstand, ladies. For tea. When a man asks you out for tea, yes, because they add caviar services uh, as well. I would say the standard for a tea is probably one sixty-five to one ninety-five. Wow, nice. Okay, um, do you ever pay? Ooh, let me be clear. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, no. 
I do not. But the men that I have dated had never allowed me to pay anyway. Yeah, that's a safe way to say it. So. But what if you had been paying for it? It's like, hey, you know, you don't be like, babe, I got it tonight. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Occasionally. Yeah. If you are if you say, look, we look, money a little funny. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. I'm greedy. So we can go to Chick-fil-A or anything like that. I'm cool yeah. with that. That's one thing I would do. Now, let me be clear on my personality. I would eat anywhere from a hole in a wall to a Michelin star restaurant. Yeah. But what I will not do is sleep at any hotel. I agree with that. Ever. Hmm. That's what <laughs> I would never do. Okay. I would rather stay at an expensive hotel and we find a hole in the wall and eat at the little dives in the city. I agree. So what you're saying is, hey... If you can't pay for dinner, we'll just go someplace cheaper that you can still yeah, pay Yeah, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. But they still pay. Yes. At the cheaper place. Yes. <laughs> we can adjust. Yes. We can yes. adjust where now, we go. I'll like, do birthdays, yeah. you know, special occasions okay. or whatever, but let's just be clear. The, the, the men that I've ever dated has never allowed me to pay, even if I tried. Mm. All right, so if you tried and he let you, would you be upset? No. Because that was my intention. Got it. Okay. All right. That's fair. All right. Yeah. I always just like to ask. You know, everybody yeah. got different philosophies yeah. on it, but it's good to know. All right. So let's get let's get to this food setup so you can show us how we're supposed cool. to eat at these. Would you say Michelin? Yes. Michelin. Or just fine. any restaurant. Okay. So let me be clear on dining etiquette. Okay. Okay. Let's just be clear on that. It is not something that's bougie, stuffy for the elite and all of their luxurious. It's not that. Okay. What dining etiquette is, is just simple manners. Mm-hmm. It's respect, consideration. That's it. Someone sneezes, you say, God bless you. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's just simple manners. Got it. People think of dining etiquette like, oh, what do I do? You know, like, oh, it's only for the stuffy. No, even if you go to a regular restaurant, a normal restaurant, you know, an average restaurant, you're still supposed to know what tea, how to ask, et cetera, what to do. So I go to Applebee's, lady stand up, I go. Same thing. Okay. Exactly. So I'll give you a prime example. This is something that I have. So originally from New Orleans, so Southerners, Mm -hmm. what we do is when we go to a restaurant, we ask for sweet tea. Okay, yep. And never ask for sweet tea. Mm, I love sweet tea. Arnold Palmer? Correct. Mm -hmm. So if you're at a certain restaurant, like if you know you're at, you know, a certain restaurant, you know that they have tea mm-hmm. but it, even if you're just at a modest steakhouse never ask for uh sweet tea you said i would like to get tea uh, can i uh, have some tea and they say would you like sweetened or unsweetened they will let you know got it and here's a lot of things too we're like oh can we get some more sugar mm-hmm. the, the easiest way is to ask for simple syrup got it yeah I definitely have done that before. Hey, give me the brown sugar. I need more back. Yeah, yeah. And then it takes forever to dissolve. Then yeah. they come back, refill. You got to yeah. start all over again. Yeah. So usually when you ask for simple syrup, they will give you a nice, decent amount. And that usually sweetens that, you know, sweeten that up for you. Yeah. I just, I think they should just put sweet tea everywhere. I just, yeah, I, I agree. I, like, do people actually, I guess people do. So people just drink iced tea. Yes, sugar. yes. So I had to learn that in the Midwest, that's not a that's sweet funny. tea thing. You yeah. don't ask for sweet tea. Hmm. So that's when you have to, again, then it's certain cultures. Yeah. You know, New Orleans, I'm like, hey, you got some sweet tea? Yeah. Uh, no. They don't even have it there. No, they do in New Orleans. I'm oh, just yeah. saying, being from New Orleans, yeah. I'm just so used to saying sweet tea. Yeah. I figured, I've learned since I've traveled, at least my, in my travel, it's when I get above Virginia, 
it's probably going to stop with the Sweet Tea. Mm. Virginia and below, I'm probably got a good shot of getting it. Okay. North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas, they're going to have it. Yes. Go over there. Correct. Ohio. Chicago, do they have? No. See? Yeah. Anywhere you just above, have to hit the fast food restaurants. Anywhere above to get Virginia, it. even DC, when you cross over into there yeah. and go above, it's just it's a done deal. Now here's another thing too, when people travel internationally, mm-hmm. and most so you have to think about the cultures. Yeah. So, um, you know, when you go to Italy, never ask for Alfredo sauce. It does not exist. Hmm. They don't have that. That's American. That's not true, authentic Italian. Wow. Well, excuse me. Yeah, so that's what like it is. Fried rice Chinese? Uh, yes. Okay. Because <laughs> if, so. if that ain't yeah, Chinese, yeah, yeah, uh, we get some conversations. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, look, yeah. I need to talk to all of y'all. Come here real quick. Yeah, this, so you, this, that, that's just, yeah. yeah, with that Italian thing. Okay. All right, get this. No all Alfredo. Right. All right. Well, let, let's get to this. I know you probably got some tips for us. Yeah. And by the way, I just want y'all to know, like, Kelly's got an amazing business where she teaches people etiquette. Yes. You know, where from kids to adults and I, we was talking uh, yesterday. I, I will say this. I think that there needs to be a class, not just for like eating etiquette, but I even feel like, you know, like when you're dating a certain type of person, yeah, how to handle yourself in different environments. And only because, like, sometimes people have just never been to certain environments and places, and it's like, you know, like not everywhere is it like a two-piece dress type thing. It's right. like, you know, yeah. like, and the person may even look nice and fly, but it's like, yeah, but this is black tie. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a certain stuff. I feel like what you're doing is really important. Um, because yeah, because you're like you're saying the when you dine, it reveals your level of exposure. Wow, that's a bar. I can I don't care how many people that I have been that have a lot of money, mm-hmm. I can still tell their level of exposure Sheesh. based upon where they uh, have been, based upon how they dine. Snap. All right. Well, what was what would you? <laughs> <laughs> what level? No, we were sitting at a restaurant yesterday. Okay. So we were good yesterday. Okay. I said, oh, Lord. No, we're... You can see through my soul. Okay. Yes. All right. Did you get yours yet? You know, the uniform for entrepreneurs all across the world, New ACOs. Go to newacos.com. Make sure you get your uniform. Make sure you get your gear and represent all around the world. All right. So this is where I was confused at. Yep. So I sat down at this table. You got... I'm like, I got two forks, we got all stuff. So mm-hmm. can't break break down what's happening here. Like, all right, we're sitting at this table for people that's never been in this situation. What what happens here? So when you first sit down at a table, always napkin. So I'll okay. just move that. Usually the napkins are not under the fork sometimes. So you place your napkin on your lap. Now what I was talking about earlier, this is how I fold my napkin. I always fold my napkin in a triangle. So I fold my napkin in a triangle, and like I said, based upon you know women, we have makeup, and I we're wiping our mouths. I flip the napkin over, and then I wipe my Bad. mouth. Okay. okay. So that's the first thing. Always sit down. Whenever you sit down, always napkin on the lap. Got it. Okay. Philly, can I get one of the napkins? Let me just get let me get myself together. Yep. Now, men, you don't have to do it. Just ladies, it just look a little bit nicer. Because I normally just do like this. Yeah, that's cool. But. Or you can do it, yeah. You can do it that way if you like. I just always like to just make it a little fancy for me. Got it. And then, I, like I said, I just flip it over, wipe my mouth so it doesn't. 
And then sometimes you have messy eaters. Sometimes I can be an extreme messy eater. Mm -hmm. So you can still just ask for another napkin if you feel that it gets too dirty. Yeah. Okay. So you don't do the, you don't go here. You can. Okay. You can't do that. Yeah. Okay. You can. If you and like, because it depends. Like, yeah, because especially if you have something like a white shirt on and you know you're going to be yeah. eating a pasta, mm -hmm. you, you don't want to splash on your tie or on your shirt. So first thing, napkin, always. Okay. Got it. So <clears throat> based upon what we have here, we have, it's set for four courses. Okay. Now, this is could be just at any restaurant because what they're doing is that you have a spoon mm -hmm. for soup. Okay. Clearly, there's a, a here. At this, the, there's a, uh, a bowl. Okay. But that's one for a soup, salad. So you always want to, sometimes you can go to a restaurant and they will have three forks. Got it, okay. And so normally I'll come in the <coughs> restaurant and it's set like this. Like all Correct. this stuff wouldn't be here, right? Correct. So it will kind of be more like that. Yes. Or butter can be, can be okay. on there. Got it. Yes. Okay. Right? So we have it here. So we know we have four courses for sure, or giving you options for four co courses because you may have a soup. You always want to work your way from the outside in. Okay. That's based upon the courses. Okay. So again, if you have three, usually this is always the appetizer fork. That'll be one. Once you're done, you put it on your plate. You can here flip it over. I always like to do that to let the waiter know that I'm finished. Okay. And they'll take that. So then they'll leave this for your entree. Got it. So. That'll be for your entree. Now, this here, that's your dessert. Got it. Okay. I this, thought that was like coffee or sugar. Yeah. Or and it could be, depending on uh, up on the setting, usually if you have <clears throat> coffee, yes. Usually there is another fork as well there for yep. a dessert as well. Got it. So that could be for coffee. So what happens is, based upon the way this is set up, going this way, I'm gonna move this for one second. This is what the waiter will do. This will be clear. Mm -hmm. Put that there. This will be clear. And now, because it's at the top, they're just gonna come here and drag it that way. Got it. And so usually if you have for a dessert, so spoons this way, forks that way, when everything has been cleared and it's time for dessert, all they're doing is that. Got it. So that's why they ask if, are you having soup? And then if you're not, they're going to take the spoon. Correct. And just, okay. Or just based upon how you ordered. Got it. They'll, if you don't have it, another rule too is people for non-drinkers who may not have wine, mm -hmm. you take the glass and you flip it over. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's always. Now, with the butter situation, so here's a hack. So if you're at a restaurant, let's say you're at a table just with four people. Okay. Okay. I'm left-handed. Most left-handers are going to go left and grab the water. Mm -hmm. And that's incorrect. So the key is B, D. So usually you, you will have a drink here and you have a bread plate. If you do this, this is how you know this is your bread plate and this is how you know that this is your water. Oh, nice. Your yeah. glasses. All right, so y'all see that. Yep, so B, D. Got so it. this side for bread, this side for drink. So when you do it, don't do it you're like at the table like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of yeah, go, yeah. okay, yeah. Because like I said, most left-handers would automatically grab. And this is to grab what? What am I grabbing? This is your bread plate. There's going to be a bread plate here, and then that's your drink, your water, that's your glasses on Got the right-hand side. Yes. Okay, so this really don't matter if you're left-handed or right-handed. This is Correct. just the way yes. you eat. Okay. That's the normal standard. Now, you're left-handed, but you eat with your left hand. So. I eat with my right. 
Oh, okay. I'm left-handed, but I do everything with right. So I'm ambidextrous. So sometimes I can grab either or, mm-hmm. but most left-handers will grab to the left. Okay. So it's, you know, for their dominant hand. Now, another thing too with a napkin that most people do, when they get up from the table, they usually put it in the seat, which is a no-no because so many butts have been on that seat. Sometimes people put it on the back of their chair. That's a no-no as well. So when you're done, if you excuse yourself to go to the restroom, you do it, put it on the left side. Never put it in the plate or anything of that nature. You put it on the left-hand side. Yeah, that's good. And then if you're at a nice restaurant, they Mm -hmm. will come back, refold, boom, and set it up properly. Got it. So I have a great story about a napkin. So we're at this very nice restaurant in Miami, Mm -hmm. and um, my friend's husband's napkin was falling. Okay. Falling. Exactly. There was no one around. It was falling. As it's falling, the maitre d' comes up, catches it before it hits the ground, and puts another napkin on his lap. Wow. And he's like, where did you come from? Mm-hmm. That's great service. That's great service. Yeah. Wow. So here's another thing, too, about food mm-hmm. that most people don't know. So, you know, everything is starting to become unorthodox, right? It's nor- not normal for interviews. So sometimes you will have a interview where you're at lunch or you're at dinner. Like yep. I said, so when you're on an interview, for sure, never, you know, follow suit. Yeah. I don't recommend ordering a glass of wine. So even if I'm the host, I order a glass. If you, you still yeah, know. just because you want to stay in a professional yeah. mode. So what happens is, and a lot of people don't know this, uh, based upon uh, statistics, if you salt your food, if you're doing an interview and you salt your food before you taste it, it gives the impression that you make impulsive decisions without knowing the facts. Wow. And a lot of people have not gotten a job because of that, because they salt their food before without even tasting it. Got it. So you can't, you should, before you put hot sauce. Yes. Yeah, everything. Salt. Whatever. Taste it first. I saw you did that last night with the sushi. You was like, well, let me see how it is by itself. Correct. Then you yeah. can add on the other things. Correct. Hmm. So that's what I'll taste in it. Yeah. That's... Then there's also, depending on the restaurant that you attend, if there's no salt and pepper on your, on your table. If there's no salt and pepper on the table, that means that the chef uh, actually seasons well, that you really don't need it. So I have a tongue like a mermaid. I have Mm a mermaid tongue palette. Like Mm -hmm. I just love salt. Mm -hmm. So what happens is depending on the type of restaurant that I'm in to not make it offensive, if I see there's no salt, but it's kind of still not Michelin restaurant. Mm -hmm. I was before my food comes, I say, do you mind? uh, Can I have some salt and pepper? Because the salt is not on it. Now, if I'm at a fine dining Michelin store restaurant, I would never ask. You just eat it. Just take it. Because it's really, it's a, it's, it's their craft, mm-hmm. and it's it, it's very disrespectful if you add salt to it. Okay, got to take it like a champ. All right, so I got a couple questions. Yes, that, right, because I've had a couple experiences. All right, so the first one is kind of like an interesting one, and you may not have an answer for it. Maybe you do. Let's say the host or somebody you had dinner with has something in their nose, mm-hmm. or like you know might have something here on their yeah. lips. How do you tell them? You just tell them. 
Even if it's a group of people. Yeah. Be like, hey, man. Because it's it's embarrassing. So even if you're at the other end of the table, you make eye contact, you go. Because you don't want someone to keep looking at that the whole time without telling them. Because if it was you, you would have wanted someone, right? Yeah, I would have. To say, hey, get the, you know, to remove you're not like, hey, man, excuse me, man. You no, 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 no. Little, if you're, like, at you a tip, table of <laughs> a six. A little chip you do. Yeah. If you're at a <laughs> table of six, yeah. yeah, you just go. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've done that before, but, like, sometimes they don't be looking. I'd be like. Why don't you? Yeah, you know. No, you got to, like, mouth it, like. <laughs> Yeah, got yeah. It. okay. Or right. send a little quick text. That's yeah. a good one. Okay, all right. And they'll texting at the table. Mm. So I do that a lot. It's yes, because it you don't have that person's undivided attention, mm. and don't even leave your table on the uh, phone on the your table. phone on the table, having it face down because you're gonna feel it vibrate, etc. So when you do that, it's just show that you're not interested in that person. It's it's very rude. Yeah, I noticed you didn't have yours on the table last night. You know? Yes. Very nice. All right. Uh, all right. So I go to a restaurant and then I don't like what I'm eating. Do I say mm, something? That's a great question. That's a that's a tricky <laughs> one because. My husband does not do that because he's in the hospitality industry. Okay. He hates it. He hates when people return their food. Yeah. Now, that's tricky because I do it at times. Like, if it's just not good and bland, I would be discreet. So if you do do that, make sure that you're discreet about mm -hmm. it. You're not making it pet peeve of mine is when I'm dining with someone and they make faces and they start talking about how bad the food is. Because what you do is you're ruining the experience for other people who may be enjoying their meal. Mm. So now you're complaining, and it's just, oh, I'm like, dude, just stop it. Yeah. So, yeah. See, I try to, like, painfully go through it, and hopefully somebody will just do it for me. I'm like, I know, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I feel bad. No, man, if you don't like it, yeah, yeah. feel bad. It, you can. Yeah. I do. If it, Like I said, if it's bad, I just, I'm like, I can't do it. I just, I have to. Yeah, it's. I think it's a lady. I think ladies are better at sending stuff back than guys too. Yeah. A lot of times, it's just yeah. guys just never really good with. Like I think most guys are just kind of tough it out and eat it if a, even if it's not. So, but I'm of both mindsets. One mindset is all right. If I order, if you order it and it don't taste good, you learn next time you order it. The other side right. is, yep. You're paying a lot of money for this, so you should at least like what you order. Correct. So now, here's like the thing, terrible. too. Some people, I dine with a lot of people who don't know how to order. Does that make any sense? Okay. Tell me. So, it's like, oh, I'm going to try the, you know, I'm going to get, I'm like, you know you don't even like that. You know? Yeah. It's like, why you want to get this? Come on. Yeah. And that's okay if you're trying. That's, that's. But some people just don't know how to order. They don't know how to order the right thing for their taste and what they like and what they don't like. Yeah. A lot of people also do not read. Here's the, the most common thing. Most people do not read everything that's in it. Got it. So it comes with, um, it's a steak on a bed of uh, polenta with... Uh, I'm making this up, sweet greens mm -hmm. and pork. 
Then I say, eat the food. Oh, it's sweet. Well, it said that it was sweet. Yeah. So people just see steak and greens or whatever it may be, and they're not reading the full menu to see what their dietary needs or what they like or don't like. I don't like sweet food. Yeah. So there's this. No, I'm not good. I'll say that off the camera. But (laughs) (laughs) I'll say that off camera. But. You know, I don't like sweet food. Okay. So I look for that. Or I would ask, like, some things that I know that can be sweet. Or, like I said, if it's uh, greens, I will ask, do they have a vinegar taste in it? Got it. Even if I order, like, a tuna salad or a chicken salad sandwich, Mm -hmm. I will ask them, do they have any celery in it and is the mayonnaise sweet? Got it. Okay. All right. Another question. I order a bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. You know, they come and they give you the sample taste. Yep. Sample pour, whatever, however you say it. If I don't like the sample pour, is that my time to get out of the wine? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So they won't be mad if I'm like, no. No, I don't no like because that. it couldn't be bad or, yeah, no. So that's that's good that okay. you must say. So that's that, my yeah. time to say, okay, you know what? Let's try a different bottle. Yes. That's correct. Or even different type. Yep. That's good to know. Yeah. Okay. Because that, I was always, I always felt stuck at that point. Like, man, they already opened the bottles at this point. No. It's like, it is what it is. But Half the time, it's not technically. I mean, they may come out, but, you know, that's if it's, it may be spoiled or they may have a bad taste. So mm-hmm. that's why they do it. So I'm not a connoisseur of wine like that. But uh, my husband, when he, he looks at the cork. So after they open it, he literally looks at the cork to mm-hmm. see if there was any leakage or anything where it was bad. He looks at the cork first. Like wow. That's because it's how you rotate it, and yeah. it's it's all in art form um, with that. But that's not my just. Yeah, no, that's good to know. Okay. This is helpful. I just learned some stuff here today, too. Yeah, yeah, had, yeah, yeah. I had no clue about, so that that's pretty powerful. Any any other thing anybody else should, like, know? Like, I know you said when you're done. For like so basically, all right. How do I? What do I do when I'm completely done eating? When you're completely done, again, you can flip it over like this. Some people cross it okay. like this. Um, some people you, you you can do like just put it. So, but don't do this. No, no. Okay, because <laughs> I'm definitely I'm like, all right, I'm done here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now you know what I have a bad habit of doing. I have a bad habit of pushing my food, my tape, my uh, plate away. Yeah, I do that. It's just a little. I don't even know, like. I did that last night, and I realized I do. It's just a little slight gesture. I don't know. I couldn't tell you where I got that from. Okay. But I just, I'm done. Yeah. That's when I know that I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, all right. So, another question, because. Now I know what to use and stuff like that. But is there a certain way I should eat? You know, because, like, I've seen, the, you know, where the, the, the cutting the steaks. Like, is there a certain way to, to hold the utensils? Yes. Okay. So what we want to do here. Let me turn this here like that. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Can we still see this? Yep, okay. So what you want to do, the easiest way is to put it in your palm. Mm-hmm. And all you're doing is just flipping it over, index. Got it. Most people like to... Jab, stab, kill. Mm-hmm. So what you can do, you just put it in the palm of your hand, flip it over with your index finger, hold your food down, your knife, and cut. 
And it's crazy. Most people are so afraid to cut with a knife. Mm -hmm. I'm like, use it for what it is. Yeah. And it's okay. You know, you just got to go just hold it down steady and cut. Got it. Now, what about pasta? That's a tricky one for me. That's the yeah. one that I'm always going to have. A little, like, do I just twist it up and just... You twist it. So with pasta, spoon, mm -hmm. whichever is your, your hand. And you, so you when you're eating pasta, you twirl it. Mm -hmm. You twirl it into the spoon because it gives you the round shape. Got it. And then you put it in. See. And then it's still okay to... Sometimes you will have some excess food that would actually fall on the spoon. And that's okay if you put it out. But... What you don't want to do is try. Yeah. Yes. That could save a couple of my outfits a few times. Yeah. So I like this. This, yeah, is, this so is like, yeah. Twirl it for sure. All right. And just so I get it. So you sit here. Boom. Put it in the palm of your hand. Okay. And just flip it over. Yep. That's it. So I'm cutting the steak like this. Boom. Not in between. Oh, you don't, oh, the other side. Yeah. On the so other side. That's something I just Okay. Yeah. Because Boom. when you do it on the other side... Let me see this. When you do it on the other side, you're actually measuring what how much meat or that you're going to use. Got it. So when you do it that, always take small bites. Don't chew with your mouth open. Mm -hmm. I've had people who has was chewing with their mouth and it just like hit, <laughs> and you just stand there and just. This when you get your napkin in. Yeah. <laughs> so. And another thing too, when you spoon, mm -hmm. a lot of people do when they're having coffee or tea. I'll use this as if it's the bowl. Yeah. Just stir in the middle. Got it. You don't have to clink clink. On Got it. it. That's definitely me. I've done a lot of this stuff, so yeah. I'm glad I'm making some adjustments. They're gonna know I'm used to the finer yeah. things in life. It goes a long way. Yeah. No. Sure. Awesome. Awesome. So you got to eat. Mm -hmm. Large group of people. Is it bad to split checks? No, it's not bad to split checks. Mm -hmm. So would a big group, I recommend, if you can, bring cash. Okay. Because that's easier. But let the waiter or the wait, uh, waitress know ahead of time. Because the way that they have to do it on their end, it's going to make it more complicated at the end to split the checks. So let them know. All right, that's a good one. Because, you know, typically in my life, I end up paying. My mentor calls it the I'm the man or I'm the woman tax. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. It just is what it is. But there are certain times where it's like, all right, I didn't even put this together. And it'll still come out. Of, and it's like that awkward moment of like, okay, I was invited here as well, guys. So I, I ain't paying for everybody. So bring cash. Yes. That that makes it that makes it so much easier. That's a great tip. Yeah. Now, so how do you feel about that, that when you're at a table and – People have counted your funds mm -hmm. and know that and figure that you're going to pay. <laughs> I feel like, you know, it's a bad assumption. You know what I mean? Like, you know, sometimes it doesn't bother me. Like, I'm a giving person. So, you know, I think it only bothers me when it's expected. When people mm -hmm. start expecting it. When there's no, when no one has an alligator and it's hand. not even, yeah. it's not even the fake reach. I'm like, oh. Yeah. And then sometimes it becomes so normal to people, they don't even say thank you anymore. Yeah. And that's that's where I start getting, yeah. you know, like, okay. Yeah. I, I, I do have a problem with that when there's, say, for instance, if there's two men at the table. Yeah. And just one man. Now, 
don't know if you guys decided in the beginning if we we're going to split or if I got that one, yeah. but at least ask, at least try, or just say, hey, we want to split this. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, because it kind of makes it a little bit, you know, because it's like one of those things when you meet people you don't know, if I should hug them, if I should yeah. dap them, or mm -hmm. if I should shake their hand, you're like, oh. Yep. So, like, just ask, like, hey, do you want to split this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes it a little bit easier on the other person. Got it. But if, if, cause I know some restaurants, they're like parties of eight or more. Yeah. They don't even split the check. You, so you cannot. Yeah. Guys, cash app or Venmo or bring cash. Yeah. And then one person pays. Yeah. Cash Got is it. always, whenever I know, I'm like, how many people are going? I make sure that I do that. That's a good one. Yeah. I never do that. And I'm about to start doing that. Y'all yeah. hear that? If there's a lot of people and you normally pay, bring cash. And then you just cash yourself out. Sometimes even throw a little keep, extra. And keep cash. Yeah. On you, yeah. I have a horrible time with that. Yeah, me too. Meaning because when we dine out, for the most part, we get treated a lot mm -hmm. based upon you know who my husband is. Yeah, and we have no cash, <laughs> right, to tip yeah. the waiter. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm Usually, about, yeah. there has been several times where they're like, "Oh, dinner is on us." Mm -hmm. Like, I got four dollars. How many? How yeah, much? Yeah. Like, I got one. Yeah. Or you would just have to say. You know, there's times where we say, hey, just charge a dollar and then, yeah, and then the, the, put the tip on there. The I've done tip. that before, too. Yeah. Okay. How, how do you decide how much you're going to tip? Because I think the standard is like 20%. Standard is 20, mm -hmm. but based upon the service. Okay. All right. Now, I'm, I'm different with tipping. I'm based upon service. If the food was like, I'm going down. So you'll go below 20. Correct. Got it. Okay. Especially the service. The service, because the service can be good. But the food can be mediocre. Yeah, I agree. So if I had a great waiter, waitress, I'm going to tip 20 or more. Got it. Um, but if I don't like the service or the food, I'm going down. I'll probably go 18%. Now, I'm not going to go 10. I'm, I will go down to the 18. So even if it's bad, you don't, like terrible? My husband does that. Okay. I'm with him on that one. Yeah. yeah, he he still is going to tip 20%. His thing is, I will never come back here again. Mm. Yeah. 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 I've definitely, I've done both. Like, if it's just, like, sometimes, I've had, like, maybe two situations where it's kind of, like, disrespectful, and I'm like, all right, you'll yeah. get 10%. I'm always going to tip something. Correct, you know? yes. I'm never not going to tip, because yeah. culturally, there's always a stigma on us about yeah. tipping. Exactly. And I'm, I always try to set up for the next black person. That's my yes. that's my philosophy. So yeah, I like some, that. Sometimes I even, like, I'll tip ahead of time. Like, I'll just bring some 20s or 50s. Like, when I saw my mentor do it a lot, so I'll just tip the a couple people ahead of time. So it's yeah. like, all right, now I know we're going to have some good service. Yeah. And then, because to me, it's still the same 20. I'm going to still tip the 20% or more that I was going to tip. Yeah. But I just want you to know ahead of time, like, I'm not one of those guys. So yeah. treat us the right way. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Because, yeah, yeah. you know, people have their... their uh, Everybody has their day and their yeah. moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. I try to give people grace too a lot of times because yeah. it is a tough, it's a tough job. It really is. You know, um, but at a lot of these nice restaurants, they make really good money. They make great. So money. you know, yeah. yes, tips. But you know, these check thousand dollars. You know, that's two hundred dollars. Yeah. So you get that for one table, four or five tables for the night. Yeah. You made a thousand dollars for the day. Yeah. What's you the know. biggest bill you ever paid? Uh, it was definitely a, a business meeting. I it, it probably had to be like maybe five or six thousand dollars, I think, something okay. like that. Yeah. It's not too crazy. Yeah, no, that's yeah. not too crazy. I mean, that's but at the same time, like, so I have like younger people in my business too sometimes, or I've been out with younger people, 
and they, it seems they spend more money at the club. Like I've definitely spent that. At a yeah. se- I've spent more than that at a section before with bottles and yeah, blase blah. You know, so yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like uh, you know, that's not my favorite thing to do. But mm-hmm. like you know, especially like end of the year stuff, um, we'll do like dinner, yeah, and yeah, stuff like that, sure. which is which is pretty pretty simple. But I only do that with leaders. Like I just I've tried to like be cautious because when I first got started in the business. When I was doing my text, I realized a lot of my money was going to Mills. Mm. Mills Entertainment. So I'm like, yeah. okay, I got to find a way to, to keep this. As a matter of fact, one of the things I started doing, I learned this from my mentor as well, is when I was doing, like, new people to my business or I'm going to connect with different people, I would just order. I would see him, he would just take the menu, and he would just order for the whole table. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm paying for it. Yeah, Ted, Ted, Ted does that. Yeah, he, like, he, he, he does that a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and okay. then some people, mostly women, mm-hmm. don't really like for that because we're very particular mm-hmm. on what we eat and our food, etc. Yeah, 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 a lot of women don't like that. Yeah, and that, but I'm just like, you know, unless you're paying. Yeah, you know, you don't, but it's like <laughs> she said, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Unless you're paying. Yeah, where sure. are you going with this money? But I just feel like, you know, if, if the person is paying, it's like, all right, now if you want to get something of your own, you know, do that. But, yes. You know, um, I've done that to, to curb the money. I'll even say a lot of times, hey, I'll take care of everything but alcohol. Yeah. Because um, yeah. alcohol is another thing that raises yeah. your bill really high. That's a, that's a, and here, here, here's a little tip. Mm-hmm. Whenever you want to treat someone, stick with breakfast. Oh, that's a bar. Breakfast is the cheapest meal. No, you can still Nelly, get your Matt. yeah. You can still get your mimosa and all of that, but breakfast is the cheapest meal. Y'all paying attention to this man? Breakfast. Uh, where have you been? You know, you yes. know how much this was said. Because I would be trying to do lunch and no yeah, lunch and dinner. Like yeah, breakfast. Breakfast. So we got the tea play for the dates. Y'all heard that? Yeah. Breakfast. Bring cash. Definitely yeah. understand how they bring the cash. Those are those breakfast. For people, is definitely something I'm implementing yep. right yep. away. Bringing cash, I'm definitely big group. Bringing cash right away, so I like it. Um, we'll talk about relationship a little bit because I know you, you've been. You said you dated for 11 years. Yes, dated but my husband for 11 years. Then you're married now. Congratulations! Yep. Thank you. Thank Congratulations. you. Congratulations. You all are amazing, by the way. You know, uh, met you all. Who's that? New York. We went. Yeah. New York. And, when you uh, went to, yep. Yeah, to a super nice. So I'm looking forward to getting a chance to sit with him a yes. little bit more. Yes. Because I could you could just tell he's like a brilliant person. Yeah. Great heart. But you said eleven years. And you said yeah. even if he wasn't a popular question, you would still be dating him. Yeah. Tell me about that. What's your philosophy on that? Because I know some people are like, listen, we got a timer. And if like, hey, yeah. Uh we've been dating for three years and you haven't proposed, I'm about to be out of here. Cause you know, the for some ladies I've heard. The clock's ticking. Yep. I don't want to waste time. So what's your what's your thoughts on that? One of the greatest advices that I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. It's like in my top five of the greatest advices that I've ever heard. Well. Sometimes doing the right thing is not the right thing to do. Wow. Okay. Explain that. Sometimes so, doing the right thing is not the right thing. Yes. So I had a friend of mine who said that her and her husband was getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. And if you look at it on paper... It was great. They dated for about four years or so, got married, bought a house, then had a child, maybe even got a dog. Mm -hmm. If we look at it on paper, and I was just so shocked. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I just thought they were a great couple. Mm -hmm. And she said, sometimes the right thing is not the right thing to do. Mm. So I think that what- Makes sense. 
what people think, oh, because I've been with this person for so long that I should, right? We should get married. Mm -hmm. But hey, we got to go a little bit deeper than that. A lot of people do not look at the relationship for what it is. Mm -hmm. So I have this thing of I say, what is in the other person's bag? Okay. Meaning, do they have mental illness in their family? Do they anyone? Do they have a history of alcoholism or depression, um, obesity? Mm-hmm. All of that, you have to look to see what's in that other person's bag, and if you want to deal with that. Wow. That's great. Yeah, because it's it's a. I think that most people get married for the wrong reasons. Yeah. People get married because they love a person. Mm-hmm. I may love this particular person, say a cousin or something, right? Mm-hmm. But he wouldn't be an individual that I would marry. Mm-hmm. That I would want to be with. He's yeah. a great guy and I love you, et cetera. But what if I was a young lady, would I want to marry that person? And I think too, the biggest question is for individuals really to ask themselves, would you date yourself? Sheesh. Would you want to be in a relationship with yourself? Yeah. That's a scary question for some people because yeah. like some people, like they'll even say, I know I'm a handful. Like, well, why do you think somebody want to deal with a handful? Exactly. Because some of the stuff that starts off being cute is not cute after a long time. No, it it's not. You be like, okay, this is a little bit much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it or I've had friends that have been in those situations and you hear it all the time. And, and I think sometimes I think that's why people maybe have a, because I think marriage by itself is a great thing. Yep. You know, I think it's an amazing uh, institution. You mm-hmm. know, but um, if it, if you if you choose the wrong person, I think it could be very bad. Yeah, and, that, and that's that's the thing that's scary. Yeah, know, for, for a lot of people, at least that's 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 what I've heard. So. I think that most people, what they don't do, uh, you and I were talking about writing a list down, and mm-hmm. I literally wrote down two and a half pages on legal paper mm-hmm. of what I wanted in a spouse, and I was very honest with myself. Mm-hmm. I knew for sure that. I did not want to come home by six o'clock and we're eating a chicken, a rotisserie chicken with green beans and nothing is like, that's not cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, for yeah. me, mm-hmm. I knew for sure that I did not, I wanted someone who was, who had money, yeah. not stable. There's a difference. Yeah, so you said that had money and not what? Not stable because you can be, it's stability, yeah. making a nice amount and a nice yeah. but I was honest with myself and I think especially and there's nothing wrong with it I think some people like cause there's some people that would say wow yeah you know you want to you want to talk to somebody no it's it's, it's not even it's not even about that because I think what most women what we fail to realize is that we think we want a man with money but actually you really don't you want someone who is has stability because women even in the anatomy of us, we're internal. You guys are external. Mm-hmm. We want time mm-hmm. and affection. Mm-hmm. And you know what comes with a man who's powerful and has money? He's never home. Mm. He's not home. Bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, right? yeah. So he's always gone, but you have to be honest with yourself because you may be an individual who wants attention, who needs someone there. There's yeah. been times where I hadn't seen my husband for two weeks. Mm-hmm. This is going to happen again. 
But see, our relationship is different because we're both reaching for the stars. Yeah. So we both have goals. Mm -hmm. That's why we're succeeding. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because it's hard when one person is reaching for the stars and the other person just wants to be average and mediocre. Mm -hmm. Nothing's wrong with being average, but the person who's reaching for the star now has to do what? You got to come way down there, pull yeah. them up. So now you got to work harder. Yeah. You got to work 120 to 150 percent. Yeah. Harder because you got to bring them up there with the mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And like that, me and that, my husband, we're extremists. Mm -hmm. We gonna rob you. We robbing a kid too. <laughs> <laughs> Little man, I need your diaper. I'm gonna leave you. I need your diaper. And you know what? Give me that bottle too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we together have this specific mindset of how we think, how we live, and that's not for everyone. Yeah, no, I agree with that a thousand percent. And, you know, and I, what I do want to throw out too, because like you've done very well in your own right, obviously, real yep. estate investor. Mm -hmm. Tell me about like what got you into that, like what made you interested, because you know, you guys got a lot of stuff yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. And uh, that's something that you've been really drawn to too. So with real estate, the seed was planted in me at least over a decade ago. I mm -hmm. had a friend who was into real estate yep. and he would, you know, try to encourage me to get into it. But at that time, my mindset wasn't there. Yep. I was focused on my career. My background is in music entertainment side. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I just wasn't there. Mm -hmm. I was focused on that particular goal. Mm -hmm. And then fast forward 2018, I was in a different space mm -hmm. in my life where I had fulfilled my passion. Yep. And I was looking for that purpose, for something that was more fulfilling, yep. that was lasting, that could be passed on. And uh, I had someone come to Chicago, mm -hmm. and she said, hey, I'm going to this conference. Um, you want to go? Mm -hmm. And I was like, sure. I had no idea what it was. Like, literally, I had nothing to do. And I was like, oh, sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it wouldn't be something that was in a cult or anything, yeah. you know? <laughs> and I was like, okay, sure. Yeah. Well, when I go there, uh, Jamal, our big brother. Yeah, shout out to Jamal. He's going to be on the show soon. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So Jamal started speaking about um, real estate. So he comes on, talk about real estate, how it has impacted his life, his kids' life for the future, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And it just clicked. I said, ah, mm -hmm. that's it. And so that's really how I got into it. So mm -hmm. what I did was the next day, because I only had general admission mm -hmm. uh, tickets, but the next day I didn't attend, and I contacted Jamal via Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I said, but just on something total different, had nothing really to do with me being into real estate or anything. I said, hey, my husband's the general manager of the Swiss Hotel, and I would love for you to come to the hotel to check out the hotel for future uh, events that you may have. Mm -hmm. And so as I did that, Jamal now knowing, he said, I looked at the message and I said, wow. He said, do you know you're the first person that ever asked me what I, what is it that I can do for you? Wow. Because everybody else... Was trying to take. Mm -hmm. Trying to take. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's, again, when dining, when doing all of these things that you're doing as an entrepreneur, it's like, what value can you add to that other person? Correct. Yeah, this is funny because, like, uh, one of my, the course that I have for business is based on building relationships in business. Yeah. And one of the things I was telling people is what you just said is like it's you have to be intentional about finding a everybody has a gap. Yes. Everybody. everybody has something that you can help them with that you can add value, but you have to look for it. Yeah. And 
it's so easy to be noticed if your person is trying to add because everybody's trying to take. Yeah. You know, and so I think that's that's. I hope, hope y'all paying attention. Yeah. So my superpower is a connector. Okay. That is my superpower. I do that better than anything. Nice. But it took me a long time to realize that I had that superpower. Wow. Because it by it happening organically, mm -hmm. I didn't know. Yeah. So for me, no one, no star is unattainable. Hmm. For me, it's not sixty degrees of separation. I say it with conviction, it's three or two for me. Wow. And it happens. And I don't even know how. And and I dealt with that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what is going on here? Like, how do we get here? Yeah. You know, my cousin, we talked about that. We're at this event when, you know, it's like, I said, I have no idea how we got here. <laughs> but it just happened organically. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God, that's my what, superpower. Uh, what, what do you, okay, if you were to say, all right, these are, this is one thing or maybe two things that you're like, man, if a person is to focus on this, they could get better developing relationships. Because I always teach that the thing about relationships, they're great, but it's definitely a long-term game. It's not like, you know, like sometimes people try to build relationships today for today, which I yeah. think is cool. Yeah, yeah. But you, relationships to me are like a long-term game. Like, it's like, hey, I'm building this for something. Yeah. Later, if something like that even happens, like even me and CJ, that's how we met. It was like, if we talked, he was like, listen, man, Everything should be organic. If something comes yeah. over, cool. If not, exactly. Cool. So, like, what, what's your philosophy on, on building relationships, connecting? Always be yourself. When okay. you're not yourself, someone can smell it, they can taste it, they can sense it a mile away. Mm -hmm. yeah. Be yourself. Yeah. Know what it is that you can add. Because mm -hmm. everyone has, again, like you said, everyone has that gap. Yeah. Now, as you know, with connecting, no one needs more friends and no no yeah. additional supporters <laughs> and all of that. But you have to be yourself. Yeah. You know, there are certain individuals that I've come across where you can tell automatically when they approach you, it can be like, hey, what's up? How's your mama? That they're trying to sell you something. Yeah. That was percent. Like, I see that mm -hmm. all the time. I see the how, um, you know, when they when they for us mm -hmm. they want they want to get a discount at a room but you haven't built a relationship with me right. to just say mm -hmm. okay i give you a room and then what right right like how have you touched <laughs> yeah. my soul how does this help me how does this impact me yeah like what value can you add so i always say be yourself yeah I agree that's like that. the main thing mm -hmm. and then to write down and figure out what it is that you can add yeah. Don't try to sell anyone anything. Mm -hmm. That's the worst thing that you can do. Yeah, like agree. sell yourself. Yeah. My uncle is a uh, car salesman, and one of the things that he taught me when I used to, when I was in sales, because I really hate sales, but it's so crazy. Like I do sales, but I hate sales because yeah, yeah. I don't like that I have to reach a quota. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't do sales now, but at that yeah, time. And one of the things he said was, he said when people walk on a, a car lot, they're actually they know what they're coming. On the, they want to purchase a car. Correct. Mm -hmm. It's not about that. It's just that you have to make them fall in love with the salesperson. Hmm. I like that. They have to trust the mm -hmm. salesperson yeah. that you're not going to try. You still have to say, well, you know what? I'm going to throw in an extended warranty mm -hmm. for you. You still have to, even as a salesperson, you still have to give them something and make them feel comfortable. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah, those, those two good tips. Be yourself. Yeah. And then you got to make a note of like ways you can add value yeah. to people. I think those those are like two. And the reason I think it's important is you even said like make a note of like ways you can add value because that, that takes time. Yeah. It, takes it really does. Like sometimes I'll be out with people I'm like, oh, okay, they need that. All right, cool. Got it. Yeah. 
and then I'll look for it, find it, and sometimes it'll just be in their mailbox. You know, just like little stuff. I'm like, people, yeah. people realize when you start paying attention to yeah, and little it, details. And it's a long-term goal. Like, yeah. I'm a type of person where it's, it's so funny. All of the celebrities that I've been around and I'm getting all my content together, I realize I had like two pictures, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Because I'm a type of person, I don't want to take a picture with you. Mm -hmm. I want to be invited to the barbecue at your house. Correct. Yeah, and it's the person that's always trying to be on social media. Like, like I'm like, yo, you'll be in that event, but you won't probably be at the next one. Exactly. Like, I, I don't like that. <laughs> like, that's not who I am. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I want to get, like, because people, when we see influencers like yourself, mm -hmm. you know, people are just like, oh, my God, Justin, Justin. Mm -hmm. No, it won't be cool with Justin. What's happening? I'm right, in town. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's let's go have some yeah, drinks. Connect, yeah, that's it. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and then it relationships, of course, it works in the long run, yeah, right? Sure. Based upon your reputation, I always say that investments, uh, relationships are the greatest investment that yeah. anyone can make mm -hmm. because it works when you have money and it works when you don't have money. Nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So based upon my history, if I don't have any money right now and I say, hey, Justin, I have this idea that I'm working on, you'll say, you know what, because you know my track record. Mm -hmm. Right, or you know your another person's track record, you're gonna to want to invest in that person. Yes, you'll do your due diligence. Yeah, Don't misunderstand sure. mm -hmm. me, but based upon the relationship, yeah, for sure, yeah, of the person. Yeah, and if you don't have relationships, you everything costs you more money. Everything. Everything, like, and it's, everything. it's so funny because you just start making more, you start doing more, you realize, man, like, there's some stuff that you don't have to pay for that. And that's it's what like, I'm telling it's you. It's like, hey, when I was we, broke, I needed this. You know what I'm saying? But like now, nah, but it's, yeah. it's so that's that's valid. That's why I say we go to a restaurant. Yeah. Half the time we don't have to pay for anything. Wow. I just use the name. Yeah. Sidebar two about relationships. The number one, the gatekeeper. Yeah. It is not Justin. People, it is not Justin. It's his assistant who is the key. I was an assistant for eight years, mm -hmm. probably one of the best jobs that I've had mm -hmm. because it taught me how to problem solve, think on my feet. Mm -hmm. um, and I had to realize that, right? So I realized the power that I had as an assistant. Mm -hmm. So if I would tell my former boss, I don't, this guy, I'm not Respect, too sure yeah. about it. It's not or bad. you're trying to get on the schedule, I'm not gonna put you on the schedule for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. But if you have a relationship with me, then yes. I remember we were work I was working and uh, my former boss had asked me to get a meeting with the mayor. Mm -hmm. So I'm cold calling. Mm -hmm. I hadn't built a relationship with the mayor or the assistant. And days went by, maybe a week, and he had probably asked me two times, where's my meeting with the mayor? And I'm like, oh my God, if he asked me one more time and I don't, because you got a problem solve mm -hmm. as an assistant. Yeah. I'm like, Lord, I'm going to get fired. So I was like, what am I going to do? Mm -hmm. I was like, because I don't want this dude to ask me again. So I called the, I was like, no. So I was like, oh, okay, I got it. So I bought, so my aunt makes cakes, mm -hmm. and they're beautiful, and they taste great. And so I went there to the mayor's office. This is how I did it. I went to the mayor's office. Just so happened she was not at the desk. I said, can you let her know that this is from Kelly McHenry, such and such uh, assistant? She would throw me off. Hey, can I get a meeting? I don't have anything. Don't have. And again, my former boss is popular. He's famous. He's a celebrity. Mm -hmm. Couldn't get a meeting to save my life. Wow. But the moment I brought that cake and she tasted it, 
He got 30 minutes. A meeting just canceled. So we wow. bu- build a relationship. And I kept that going. I kept, okay, so I know she liked that. So if it's Christmas or something, I would do that. And it, it wasn't the mayor. Mm-hmm. It was the assistant who got me the results that I needed. Yeah, that's strong. That's a, that's tips for an assistant, too. Yeah. I think that's another thing that might need some training, too, is like this. And I talked to my assistant about it, too, because she's amazing. But, like, I think that's a level of, and maybe there may be something for it, but, like, there needs to be a training for assistants because there's a lot of people that just yeah. don't know how to handle that. Actually, that, that is my, that's my, one of my long-term goals, to train assistants. Wow. Yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. I, I, I was great at do, it. Do you know how many, listen, do you know how many people I know right now that they want that for their staff? Yeah, yeah. That's a great business. You should probably do yeah. that. Like, that should be a short-term goal. Yeah. Okay. I got some people that do yeah. start training their assistants like right yeah. away, like systems for it because it's just that's a, it's a gap. Yeah. And it's like it's one of those people that's almost invaluable to your business if it's yeah. the you know the right person. Yeah, so. I can get in restaurants that people can't get in yeah. because I would do that as an assistant. Mm. So if I know places maybe that you know my former boss hadn't been, mm-hmm. I'm going to go there and introduce myself. To the manager, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm such and such, and it's, it's just a pleasure. Listen, again, the added value. Whenever you want to come to, you know, a concert or anything, please give me a call. But I just want to formally introduce myself to you. Wow. That's so when I call, and when you're trying to get in, and they, there's some type of value. It has to be in some type of even exchange yeah, in relationships. Sure. Yeah, and that's because so. again, most people are trying to take, they're not. I was uh, talking about this recently. I was like, at least let there be some type of mutualism. Yes, for sure. Like, okay, hey, th- this may help you, and I'm fine with that because that's that's a part of life. Like, okay, yes. but then there there should be something that also adds some value on this side Correct. too, which I, I think that's huge. Okay, I last last question I'm asking because yes. I always have a segment on here. It's called breakdown to mm. breakthroughs. Um, so I talk about any flops you've had, failures, fumbles that you've had that's caused you to have a, a breakthrough. But you're broke down. Because I, I always teach people, like, if you want to impress people, you talk about your success. But yeah. if you want to impact them, you talk about your failures. So are there, are there any flops, failures, fumbles that they were a breakdown at that time? But, like, you look forward to it. Like, man, it really set me up for a breakthrough. And how did you get through it? Uh, that's a great question. I think for me, um, I didn't discover who I was to later on. Mm-hmm. I knew that I was... A creative being I knew that I was an entrepreneur mm-hmm. uh, I unintentionally unintentionally took jobs that I wasn't supposed to take hmm. I would have started earlier mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur yes yeah um, I think that's one of the the things um, what would make you have started earlier like, if you could go back and talk to Kelly at whatever age, you'd be like, girl, like, what, what would be the thing you'd be like, do it now? Um, well, let me, let, me, let me say this. When I did discover, let me say that, mm-hmm. uh, I had flunked out of college, mm-hmm. um, but I still had this uneasiness in my spirit mm-hmm. that I wasn't supposed to be there because I don't like to be confined and sitting at a desk and having someone to profess or dictate to Mm me. Um, And then so I flunked out because of my disinterest because I hadn't discovered who I was. And then fast forward, started working at a job at a bank. And I asked myself, 
If I got paid $2 and 50 cent an hour to do what I love to do, what would it be? Hmm. And I knew that it was music. Yeah. I got the genre. Can't sing. I can sing a little bit, but I can, I can write a little bit, but really wasn't that great at mm -hmm. doing it. Um, and then I was like, okay. And I did some really good discovery, like, okay, I love managing people. Mm -hmm. And so I wish I would have known that at a earlier age yeah. because I was still an entrepreneur in school and I didn't even identify. It wasn't popular. Mm -hmm. So I went to an all-girls school. I got my, so my aunt worked for an organization and they had, after she would have events and they would have Twix mm -hmm. in a box. The candy. The candy. Yep. So she would give it to me just from leftover. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to eat this. I'm going to sell it at school. <laughs> and so I had a monopoly mm -hmm. on it, right? Because everybody sold stuff after school, but I sold it during class. Mm. And so that was like my first thing of really becoming an entrepreneur when I yeah. look back on it. Mm -hmm. And then I look deeply into, you know, who it is that I, you know, I am. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, um, it's one of those things that really sounds simple, but it's not because there's so many things that can drown out who you are. Yeah, and, and I didn't have a tangible talent. That was mm -hmm. the difference. That, that that was really the hardest thing for me. I had an intangible talent. Which is? Which is being a connector, networking. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know, again, wasn't fashionable at that mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. So I'm coming from my mother who is a singer. That's a tangible talent. Then my cousin is a fashion designer. That's a tangible talent. Yeah, And I'm like, I just know people. I can do everything, <laughs> right? Yeah. As a kid, I can do everything. I was pretty good at everything. Yeah. I was athletic. Mm -hmm. You know, I can do whatever, play sports and, mm -hmm. you know, sing a little bit. But it was, I didn't have a visible talent. So that was my struggle. Wow. I love it. Because, and I think I think that's important for everybody, like, watching too. It's like, it's really like, sometimes you got to, I know for me, I had to have time with myself. And I said, Justin, like, what do you want to do? That's the hardest thing. And, and and like not like not what do your parents want you to do or like what does the world want you to do, but like like what do you really want to do? Yeah. And then being cool with because there were some people like, you know, that I grew up with, like, oh Justin, you're just focused on money. And I'm like, no, I'm not. But I'm okay now. Like there was a time where I would be trying to defend it and trying to make them yeah. like now I'm like, okay, if that's what you if that's what you get from my message, then you're you're not the yeah. person I'm talking no. to. And I'm okay with that now. I, there were so many things that I used to try to prove, and like, now I'm like, you know what? I don't. The, the faster I can get the wrong people out of my life, the mm -hmm. less people I have to deal with that don't yep. fit in what I do. And I think when you get there, there's like a different energy that you get in life when you just know who you are. Yeah. And you're like, you know, I'm not trying to prove yeah. that to nobody. I ain't trying to be somebody I'm not. Yeah. I'm gonna just be me. And whoever is gonna feel that, yeah. will feel that. And whoever don't. Yeah. They don't. So I hope I answered your question. You did. Yeah. You did. Yeah. No, no. That, that, Just that's, discovering that's, it earlier. Yeah. yeah. Figuring out who I am earlier. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think that's that's great. I really enjoyed this, man. This is, oh, good. This is a dope Thanks. conversation. How, how can people find you? Because I know you, yes. you, you teach uh, this even on a yeah. deeper level and it's an yep. entire experience and yeah. all that stuff. Where can people find you? Find so what you do, Instagram, Miss Kelly Mac, okay. uh, and other uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Kelly McHenry. Okay. And can you spell it for us? Yes. K-E-L-L-Y, McHenry, M-C, Henry, and Miss Kelly Mac, M-S, K-E-L-L-Y, M-A-C. 
on Instagram. On Instagram. Thank you, girl. I appreciate you coming, man. You know what I'm saying? I learned a couple Thank of things. You, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Fancy now. <laughs> yes. You know yes. 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 Yeah, but now when I go out and eat, y'all, you know, I was just going to be on a whole nother level. Yes, we're, we're going to do about. this now. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, absolutely. Excuse absolutely. So yeah. definitely appreciate you coming through. Anytime somebody comes through the, to the running place, you always like to, you know, give them something. So, you know, we all, you know, it ain't too crazy, but it's just something, you know, just like, we like to sew in people. Of course, we got the new ACO here on the Oh, yes. Got, got the hoodie awesome. And yes. We put a nice, nice uh, gift basket. It's, 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 ooh, it's heavy, too. Yeah, just, you know, stuff ooh. you know you may use, may not use, whatever. But we just want to say thank you. Appreciate oh, you for coming you. and taking your time away from your family. You got a lot of stuff going on, too. Yes. And uh, excited to see where this continues to go and also that assistant. Yes. Train the assistant uh, business. I'm going to... Get on that ASAP. Yeah, ASAP. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be huge. So guys, listen, told y'all we're gonna bring you top leaders, top entrepreneurs, giving you their skill sets. I'm telling y'all, this is one that you gotta bookmark and remember to keep because it's a game changer. I've been a lot of places and I learned some stuff today. So Miss Kelly Mack gave you the play. You go run it. See y'all in the next episode. What's going on? Listen, make sure you guys go to runtheplaystore.com. Get your official run to play gear. We talk about shirts, socks, jackets for everybody that's run to play all across the world. Are you ready? We're going to run the yeah. play. Let's Do you go. know what it's like to come for nothing at all? But every day you just wanting it all. Do you know what it's like? Every day facing your fear, but believing that your blessing is near. Do you know what it's like? Growing up broken than most, but still being devoted the most.